Hey, what's up? My name is Deandra Kiera. This is Natasha Mina. And you are tuned in to a new episode of Just Let It Glow podcast. Mm. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I can sing. I don't care what nobody say. I can sing. Go, all right, go Thanks. ahead, girls. Finish, finish your thought. That <laughs> you was try. it. That was just a little bit because y'all going to pay for this. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all better give some money, put respect on my friend, uh, fucking voice. You know, right. listen, people with Eric said it was harmonious. <laughs> At this point, put me in the stew, Eric. I, I, was, I was about to say, it's people with fucking deals that can't even do that. <laughs> so, put me in know, the stew. You can have a whole career, girl, and be doing okay. Need you on a check. <laughs> I want to see some bread. <laughs> Um, how are you? <laughs> uh, my allergies is kicking my ass, y'all. But you know, yeah, like, you kind of walking around like Martin after his fight with Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes is a mess. Like I'm so fucking irked. I'm so irritated. I keep sneezing and shit. I thought I'm allergic to my dog. I was like, Malia, we might have to get rid of the dog. I don't know. Like, it's something wrong. Yeah, it was just the dog. Dog been there since Christmas. <laughs> he just came back home. And, like, I realized when he came back home, my allergies really started back up, like, Sunday, now, Monday. It's it's really allergy season out here. Now mm. it's the dog. <laughs> Maybe it's just the like, dog. Dog been there. Just get his ass out of here. Long. <laughs> no, I love him. Man, long. How are you? How are you feeling? I'm good. Um, I'm just, like I said, I'm just trying to stay in this good space, be positive, optimistic. I'm not trying to let nobody piss me off, you know. Right. That's good. Out here living. (laughs) As you should be. Fucking living. And I think the more I focus on me, and not anybody else around me and not engaging into bullshit, the happier I am. Happier right. I am. So right. that's, that's where That's where the fuck I'm at. That's words to live by, <laughs> focusing on ourselves and not things that's going on outside of that. You got to take care of you first. Like, yes. Just, and speaking do. of taking care of you first, our first topic, right? Right. Let's just get into it. Let's not even waste I'm, no time I'm today. Not, I see you just, just jump This was in. the fastest jumping I think we've ever done. I know. <laughs> Let's just do it. Let's just get in so we can get all our thoughts out. Mm. So over the weekend, as some of you know, we are big fans of Love and Marriage Huntsville. We watch it faithfully. And one of the conversations that were being had on the show was between Melody and Destiny. And it was regarding the fact that um, Melody, she feels like after she's done filming, she needs some time to herself. She doesn't want to engage with anybody from the show. She needs to, like, you know, have a reset and explain that to Destiny. But I think, you know, Destiny felt like that wasn't um okay in a friendship you know she felt like a way about it she took it personally she did she thought it was um 
like a sign, I guess, that Melody no longer wanted to be friends with her. But what do you think about friendship breaks? Or like even moments where some like a friend just blatantly explains to you, I needed a reset. You know, I'm like team all of that. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, that I'm pro, you know, needing your space. I can't be in friendship or any dynamic that requires um, a level of codependency emotionally or um, verbally. Like, I can't, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I understand uh, pe- different people have different relationship languages, just like, you know, you have love languages. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, you know, I know a lot of people that their relationship language is talking on the phone. Like, they have to physically talk to you. They want to be around you. Like, they, that's just, and they, you know, that's just how they unwind and they don't really understand um, the opposite and they feel slighted. Mm-hmm. But in all actuality, like, for me, you know, sometimes you overwhelm, like it's not, people have to, to me, it's kind of selfish when people think like that, um, like how Destiny was feeling, because it's not just about you. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like I go through that myself where people think like, I'll get, you know, oh, well, I was reaching out to you. You never answer your phone. You never do this. And I'm like, so let's say there's like eight more people of you that are doing saying exact same mm-hmm. shit to me and mm-hmm. doing exact same shit. Don't think it's just you. I'm not, you're not the only person that reaches out to me. So, you know, if I said broke down one day and talked to Brooke and, you know, we on the phone for an hour and a half or two hours, I, you know, I might be talked out for the day. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, so yeah, I'm totally team decompress, you know, and, and starting with you, like, it has to be like I, I don't know. You can't really be my friend if you have an expectation of me, and you think I'm being malicious or you feel slighted because I didn't move in a certain way that you wanted me to. Like I, I just, I don't know. Yeah, for me, I feel like it's two things that's happening. It's one where Melody feels like you know, well, in general, like where one friend friend feels like. I need a break from every single body. Right. You know, I need to just give me my space, give me my time. But where the other friend starts to think like, because of how they place you in their life, they're the exception to the rule. Yeah. And I am very good at letting people know there are no exceptions. I will ignore my mama. There is no, like I'm quick to be like, are you okay? Yeah. Everything's okay. You just want to talk. Okay. I'll call you later. Because sometimes I think what sometimes people don't realize is, and my therapist was just saying this to me like earlier, literally earlier. And she was just saying that because I have a light, because I seem kind and um, sound minded and very calm that people are drawn to me. So I have to do the work of removing myself from situations and that people might feel like find me as a comfort. And because of that, it can become taxing. Yeah. Or just like, oh, I'm not feeling, I'm not in a great spirit. Let me talk to DeAndre because she's going to make me feel better. You know, right, you know what I mean? Right. It can be a distraction. You know, you know, when we talk on the phone, we're going to be laughing. We're going to figure some shit out or whatever. 
But it's like if I had two of those conversations already in a in like one day, then I don't have time for a third. Right. <laughs> like, or you know, there are times where I feel like I'm around somebody all the time that I don't want to. I start to get irritated about everything. But like, yeah, if I'm always around, like that's why I think like for me with dating, I think I would probably. I probably won't move in with nobody that I'm not married to. Right. To be completely honest, because I know That's me. Smart. When I'm around people all the time, I start to get annoyed. Not necessarily at them, but like, because I can't be by, like, I'm, I'm a loner, you know? Yeah, me too. Like, I need my time to myself. Like, I'm not a every weekend friend. I'm not every Tuesday we do this. Like, I'm not the. All, all night on the phone every week. Like, you know, I'm just not yeah. that. I'm not even a type of... Per- because it's not even them. It's literally all to do with me. Like, sometimes I really neglect the things I have to do for myself. Yeah. Like, I, I always feel to- like that. Yeah, like, I'll just be like, oh, I, I'm supposed to go to the gym, but this person asked me to go do this. And I'll just be like, oh, no. But, or I really wanted to wake up early and go to the gym in the morning. So I wanted to go to sleep, but this person called me. So now I'm up all night and I'm too tired to go to the gym. It's shit like that. Right. And I couldn't imagine having that going on and then having four children. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can't imagine all of that happening. And especially when I'm in a high stress environment, you know what I mean? Like, it has been times where I'm, like, highly stressed out and doing something, and it's just, like, I need respite. Like, if we work, <laughs> and it's, like, I think we, like, when we even did our, like, big project at work, when we, you know, we were working all hard as fuck, and then that day we all took off and needed right. that time. Yeah, and we talked shit. about the success of it days later because we were just working so closely we were stressed out and it was just like, all right, we'll catch up later. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And um, even when I was at my friend wedding, one of the things we both was just like, we're going to do a little friendship break. It only lasted like a week, but right. <laughs> we needed, you know, because for months we were together all the time. Like, right. Yeah, figuring this out. Yeah. It was a lot of stress. You know, she came back from her honeymoon and then we was like, all right, yeah, let's talk. <laughs> right. Like, we, yeah. needed a, we needed a little break, <laughs> you know? When me and my friend went to Mexico, we kept joking, like, we're going to be on a friendship beat because you're getting on my nerves. Like, we were joking. Yeah. And then literally, you know, we took a day to ourselves. The next day we was cracking up on the phone, going over stuff that happened on the trip. I think it's okay to get, like, a little break from people. I think sometimes people just feel so offended by it and it's like I'm not saying it's you I don't want to talk to nobody period yeah just like that time like a couple like I think it was a month or so ago where I told y'all I just didn't feel like being one day I just didn't want to be verbal it was nothing wrong with me I just didn't feel like talking I didn't feel like texting I didn't feel like laughing at memes I ain't find shit funny I just wanted to be by my motherfucking self. Right. Like, nobody did nothing to me. I wasn't sad. I wasn't depressed. I just needed solace. Like, 
quiet. Mm. You know, if you know me for real, I like to read books. So if you're, so sometimes a book might come out that I really wanted to fucking read. So my phone going to be on do not disturb so I can enjoy this fucking fantasy world. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and it's just that simple. The same way y'all do when y'all binge watching TV. Like that's just the same thing. And I think sometimes people just always think because of who they are. Oh, you're my best friend or because we're super close. And I know you don't really fuck with them like that, but you fuck with me. So you should be answering the call. No, I don't yeah. want to fuck with nobody. Not my mama. If my grandmama called me, I'm going to think it's an emergency. I'm going to answer the phone. What's wrong? Right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Nothing wrong. Okay. You just want to check on me. I'm going to tell you I'm sick. <laughs> tell mm. you I got a headache. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My mom can always hear it in my voice if I'm not in a talking mood. Like, I don't have to tell her. Yeah. She'll be like, oh, 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 are you okay? Or she'll be like, oh, are you not? You know, it's one of them days. I'm like, yeah, I just really don't. You know, I'm just not in a really not talkative my mood. <laughs> yeah, they, she'll know. Like, she'll just be like, yeah. like, you know, I get it. Um, But I wanted to go back to something you said earlier, and I agree with it, and I realized I agree before I thought about it. Hey, when I do that. Um, no, I do believe that you should live with somebody in some capacity before you marry them. I meant, like, <laughs> engage. Like, engage. Not even that, because that, will, that will throw all that shit the fuck off. Like, I'm, I'm I really enjoy you, living by myself. I feel like people should maintain their own residences, but have a, a certain amount of time where they do, um, you know, coexist or whatever, cohabitate with their significant other. And when you do get your own place, I've always said whenever I get my man, because I see my grandma and my grandfather do it, they had two things. One, they worked different shifts. So she worked the night shift and he worked the day shift. So they weren't, they was coming and going. And sometimes they was on the same, you know, they might see each other. But in all actuality, the majority of the time, you know, she had to be to work at 11. She was like an 11 to 7. And he was like a 7 to 3 or a 7 to 5 or whatever. And then he slept. You get what I'm saying? So it was yeah. that was one part. And it worked for them. And I feel like it could work for me. The other part is um, that they had is that he's definitely going to need a man cave. Or, like, you have to have one. I need you to have yeah, your own space. Yeah, I need space. somebody. Yeah. Like, I mean, I where you could so just be. In a sense of where I feel like people I know, like, they feel like they get in a relationship with somebody and they immediately start thinking about moving in with each other. Oh, I'm, no. I'm saying mentally, I'm not there. Like, I'm not one of those people. Honestly, like, I don't I think I like, could ever do it again, but I'm trying to. I just feel like if I can maintain my own it. space, if yeah. I can maintain my own and space, can you can maintain done. yours. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we can't, you know, spend days together and stuff like that, but I'm not rushing, is what I'm saying, to move in with anybody because of the fact that I really, at this point, like where I'm at mentally right now, I need my space. I always need my space. You know, whoever he know. is, wherever he is, like or he's a workaholic. The special man in like, my, that'll be in my life. I will compromise that. 
Oh no, mine's just gonna be a workaholic. He ain't gonna be home like that. I can. I'm serious. I already know that's what a lot of women don't like that. I I like that. I want to see my man. I don't have to see you like that. Like I can see you here and there as long as you're there when it matters. Like that's what I care about. Like when it matters, holidays. You know, um, but if you're a workaholic, workaholics do not give a fuck about a holiday boo. Yeah, well, he don't have to be there the whole day. <laughs> like I don't. Yeah, and I'm, I mean I, it. I like know for me, you know, I don't have to like wake up to. But everybody, like you said, is different. Like everybody is different. I, I don't just mind feel like it. The person that I'm gonna be with is gonna understand. Now, even when we like get married, live together, or whatever, is that however way I feel like I need peace and I need to be left the fuck alone, you're going to allow me the space to do it. So if that means you're getting out the house or I'm getting out the house, don't keep calling me. You know what I mean? Like if it means my special time is at the gym or, you know, she just said a book came out that she really wanted to read. She got her wine. She got her feet up. She reading the fucking book. Let me do that. I think a lot of people just don't be thinking like other people outside of them need me time. Yeah. I think only a lot of people only think about themselves in that way. Like, I feel like everybody needs me time, however way they looks. If that means I am not answering a damn phone, I'm not answering a phone. One of the things that I have going on my shit is on Do Not Disturb at 10 o'clock every fucking night. Right. That's only three that's people can call boundary. me, and that's only three people that is, if an, if they were in an emergency, I would be their first, you know what I mean, people right. to call. Everybody mm-hmm. else, I'm not your first option. So mm-hmm. it's on Do Not Disturb because I want to pick and choose if I feel like talking. Yeah, I agree. I got the same thing going. <laughs> And it's, 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 and it, and honestly, I have had my phone on Do Not Disturb for years. It's just that now iPhone really kicked it up into, you know, third gear and really silenced the fuck out of your calls. Right. You know, <laughs> it goes straight, it'll be like straight to voicemail. And it's not to be rude. I just really need time to myself. I think. Sometimes people don't get that, like, you are being pulled in other directions. Like, I am a first daughter. I am an older sister. You know, I am a good friend. You know, I have a job. I have a podcast. You know, I have niggas. Like, it's gone. Mm. I'm going to want to ignore somebody at some point. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Like, by the time 10 o'clock comes, I'll be counting down to 10 o'clock. Yeah. I hate when somebody call me at 9.50. <laughs> I wouldn't answer. See, I have no problem like answering my phone. Fuck. It's really bad. <laughs> That's why I be blaming on do not disturb because I do feel bad if I don't answer the phone. I, people make me try to make me feel bad and it used to work, but it don't really work no more. Now I don't feel guilty. <laughs> now you say I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I used to really <laughs> care. Like it used to, I used to always feel like I had to be like, oh, well, this was this. I just feel like, not unless it really was like something. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's nothing. I'm not going to give an excuse if it wasn't. If I just seen you call, I'll tell you, I just seen it. Like I don't, I'm not one of those people that make it up. 
Like, I know people will say that for some reason, I don't always get people text messages. I don't, unless I click on their yeah, name. I don't always get Android text messages. Yeah, which is weird. Messages. Like, it's like, it'll alert me sometimes and sometimes it won't. I'll be like, oh, shit, mm-hmm. I really just, I'm just seeing this. Like, my mom, I think she texted me a couple of days ago. I didn't see it till recently. I'm like, oh, I, I don't know why my phone, mm-hmm. you know, but anyway, yeah, and I just you don't know. be feeling slighted because I just feel like everybody just always has stuff going on. And I just feel like if my friend is telling me, hey, everything is okay, we have no issues, I just really need time to myself after everything that just happened. I'm going to give them the space to do that. I'm not going to create an issue with them because they wanted to find peace. That's ridiculous. Right. And the other thing is, too, people need to look at, um, and I'm going to be transparent, with with some stuff about myself. Sometimes you can't look at a person's outward situation and say, well, they don't have, oh, I got three kids and, you know, you only got one or you don't have none. So it's no way you, you know, can you imagine what I'm going through? And it's like, that doesn't mean that no, your, level, right, your level of tolerance and minds is different. Like people don't know what's going on with you mentally. People forget that part too. Like sometimes it's mm-hmm. not even an external pulls that is making you feel like you got to get away. You got your own shit going on too. Like you don't know what the fuck I'm thinking about all the time or what else is boggling me yeah. down. Depression is a real fucking thing. Like, so if I'm fighting that and then I got to, oh, oh, do you want to talk? Oh, oh, do you want to hang out? Then it's, you know, I got my child. I got this. The bills is due. Do I got money for that? That shit can become overwhelming. And I can't mm-hmm. be there. I'm trying to get myself together. And you up here mad because I ain't fucking answer the phone. You get what I'm saying? Like, people don't be yeah. realizing, like, this is bigger than yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's also, it's like, I'm not ignoring just you. I'm literally, uh, I'm literally not talking to nobody. But even if I am ignoring like, just you, so what? So I just feel what? like that's different. If you just ignoring just one person in particular, it's and that usually person need for to look a reason. At them, and they need to look at themselves. Yeah. Like, it's a reason you're being ignored. And usually, I feel like, like I said, I, I, a friendship of mine ended because I felt like, you know, out of nowhere, they just stopped fucking with me. But they, at first, I thought they were, like, kind of just dissing with everybody there around. But I realized, oh, no, this bitch don't fuck with you. Right. I moved, I removed myself. Right. I moved the fuck around because one thing about me, two things for sure, I ain't begging for no friends. Right. But it don't even have to be <laughs> even to that extent. Like sometimes yeah. if it could just be just you, like, you know, it's some people I can talk to and they always like, ironically enough, mm-hmm. my daughter's father, he's the only person that can call me every single day and I'm not irritated. And I thought about that the other day. Only person. He can literally be, because we basically talk on the phone every single day. But I thought about it and I know why, because for one, he doesn't dump on me the majority of the time. He's normally... Like, we talking regular stuff about my daughter. He makes me laugh. Like, he's saying some stupid shit. Or he might get on my nerves. I don't know. But the conversation ain't long. I know it's, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it might be long. Majority of the time, average, be on the phone for five to ten minutes. Boom, that's mm-hmm. it. It's done. I'm not, he ain't calling me back. He'll text me if it's something else. He might, sometimes he'll get on my nerves. He'll call me and ask me another question, another question. I'm like, yo, like, stop fucking calling me. 
But other than that, like he don't, <laughs> other than that, there's no issue. And it's not that I don't love my mom. It's not, I don't love my friends. It's not that I don't love my family, but sometimes I just don't feel like what, I don't know what the fuck you about to say. So maybe right. I know you going through some shit right. and I'm like, damn, I don't know. If she want to talk about like, damn, did that, you know, did her pregnancy test come back positive? I, like today <laughs> I can't take that. Like you don't know what I'm thinking. No, so, real you shit. know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like anytime somebody got to tell me something serious, it's always on when I'm already having a fucked up day. It's so, isn't it normally like that, it's though? You be like, like icing on the cake. It, and I really just be like, I don't have time for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I start to feel selfish. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh my God, why your fucking drama had to happen today? Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> like, I be thinking about that shit, but I also be thinking like, I just feel like, I just feel like people should just be okay with getting some me time. It is what it is. Yeah. I'm I'm just, first of all, I've been like this since I was a child. Yeah, me too. I'm like, an only I've child. Always like... been like this. <laughs> I'm I'm one of four. Right. So any way that I would be able to find peace since I was a kid, I'ma find it. Mm-hmm. If it's just me sitting, like that's why I'm a big reader. I would just sit in a corner and read a book. Cause right. anybody gonna buy my mama gonna tell y'all leave me the fuck alone because she read her fucking book. Mm-hmm. Like I read a book. <laughs> you know? But you one of those you know? like listen or to she music in the to dark. Her music. Huh? type of person yeah I was I was about to say that like if she in her room listening to the music on her boombox let her and her CDs be mm-hmm. to her damn self yeah. it's just how I am I just think it's just everybody I think one of the things is people have to grow up understanding that everybody needs space Yeah, my mom when she be like go to bed go to bed go to bed don't get out that fucking bed and I hear the fucking law and order that's her me time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, she got to unwind. If I wake up on Saturday morning and she blasting, you know, the miseducation at Lauren Hill, she started her fucking cleaning. Don't get up unless you want her to clean. <laughs> want to help clean? Leave right. her ass the fuck alone. <laughs> right, real shit though. Because she getting in her, she getting in her vibe. She mm-hmm. getting her mood. And sometimes you just gotta let people do that. Friendship. A family relationship, romantic relationship, whatever you have to give people space. But yeah, yeah. I, I know I agree. You know what though? The one thing that I'm guilty of, and I know other people do this, but like if I if I'm driving, like that's concert time. That's when I like I don't blast music in my house, which is mm-hmm. ironic because I used to do it a lot. But like I don't I really do. blast music in here. Uh, but I know that's for multiple. <laughs> but being be fucked up. They go to respect you. Alright, but anyway, like <laughs> no, but no, like R E S C R E S C That's how I was trying to keep going because that's what I was gonna want to finish it off. <laughs> but like, you know, in my car, if I'm vibing out, I get so mad if somebody called me and then I got a particular relative that will call me again if I don't answer and I'd be like girl I'm in the mm-hmm. middle of vibing on this fucking song I'm my car radio is all the way to the max 
10 times out of 10 if I'm listening to some shit and I just want to vibe out. I don't want to be in the middle of rapping or screaming my heart my heart out and then it's like ringing and then it's, I sound stupid as shit listening to fucking <laughs> singing at the top of my lungs and I'm like, yeah. damn, you didn't mess the whole fucking vibe up. Then I got to start the song over. Like, you know, sometimes... Yo, especially, I feel like I always get a call when it's like my motherfucking When you at your part or like... And it's like the main part you really like. It's either like, I'm the ripping, fuck? I got my guns blazing, right. or I'm in the studio and I'm singing my heart out. So I'm, I'm on like, stage and shit singing to my yeah. nigga. I done did my choreography, my little sexy dance, and then you want to call. Now I feel like a dickhead, even though you can't right. see me. Now I just feel violated. You don't fuck the fantasy. To this shit no more. <laughs> you don't fuck the fantasy up. But Seriously. yeah, let's um go on to our next topic. Okay. All right. So Cami Crawford, she's um one of the I guess co-hosts you can say on Catfish, and she has a podcast called Relationship Pod, and she's been going viral based off of um, something she had to say. And this is a conversation that me and Natasha has had in the past, but we just wanted to expand on it on this episode. So I'm going to play what she had to say first. Okay. I'm not doing no more wifey shit. All right? You're getting the bare minimum. You're getting the bare minimum. And that's good enough. All right? And then you can unlock the rest. How exciting. You don't get to just have your cake and eat it too. You don't get to just have me do wifey things for you and not actually wife me up. Like, no, I'm not doing any more wife shit for anybody that's not ready to upgrade their subscription. Like, that's the way that it is. You either pay extra or you get the basic service. All right. <laughs> so that's been going viral. Mm, I like that. And honestly, I feel like it's been going viral for a couple of reasons. One of them, I guess people are trying to say, like, what's wifey shit? Or, you know, how does a man know that he wants to date you if he doesn't get to see, you know, that you can do these things? The thing is, I feel like for me, that cooking and cleaning shit, that's shit that adults do. Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah, I agree. Like, I just feel like that's such a basic ass conversation. Like, wifey shit does not mean cooking and cleaning up after somebody. Yeah. Or fucking them. Because right. cooking, I'm a cook because I'm hungry. If you're here, you're going to eat. I'm a, I'm going to feed my guests. Right. Period. Whether yeah. it be a nigga I'm fucking or my friends or whoever. I just cook because I cook for real all the time. <laughs> wifey to me is the expectation. Exactly. Like, it's the fact that you're telling me that you're hungry. <laughs> right. Like, shit like, like that. you didn't eat all day. <laughs> like, it's my problem. Right. Yeah. Like, what did you cook? Because I didn't eat all day mm-hmm. when you're a fucking adult, a yeah. single adult. Because I'm going to tell you then, I didn't eat shit. So, right. what are we about to eat? <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> I don't care what fuck. Well, even if, if I, I did fucking cook, I was about to say, this, I might tell bitch. you I fucking cooked. And I, if, you know, I'm, I'm not offering any, like, I don't care if you try to take a hint. If I didn't say, I'm, oh, do you want some? That's That means it was enough for me. Like, it wasn't, maybe it's not enough you for you. you know me. I'm just, I'm, that's my meal prep. <laughs> I'm not sharing my meal prep because I'm not cooking again this week. Yes, we make it fucking. You be making enough too. I really cook once a week these days. <laughs> I cook once a week, for real. Like, I could be like, some days, like, I remember not too long ago, like, God was like, oh, what, what did you cook? I said, 
I didn't cook shit. I heated up some pizza I had from the other day, like from two days ago. Oh, like, wow. I'm not cooking. I don't give a fuck. Exactly. <laughs> I tore that damn Papa John's up. <laughs> right. Oh, I know you cook. What you cook? I threw this motherfucking Papa John's in the air fryer. <laughs> right. That's what I did. That's exactly what it and, is. And um, this YouTuber I follow, her name is Bondi Blue. I really enjoy her uh, commentary. She was just saying that wifey shit is a plethora of things. And it doesn't stop or begin with, start or, or end with the fact that you cook, you clean, or you fucking. Because that shit, like, you're cooking because you want to, you're cleaning because you're an adult, and you're fucking because you have the urge. Right. So that's nothing. But the wifey shit could be simply checking on how you're feeling. Yeah. Giving you resources for mental health. Being a sound, you know, listening ear. Being a supporter. Being somebody that is motivating you, giving you options, feeding giving into you, money. you, reading into you, um, helping you advance career-wise, right. helping you, you know, get your credit up, right. helping you do anything that can elevate you that won't benefit me if you do not want me to be your wife. You know what's so crazy? I've been, um, for whatever reason, I've been really into watching people's court lately, like mm-hmm. for weeks now. And um, don't judge me, y'all, but I, I'm really into it too. So a lot of these recent cases have been women that are suing men that they met off of dating apps. And this, I've seen maybe like seven of them. They all are like maybe, but like I'll say between like, early 20s some to like mid 30s early 40s um giving these men money getting loans like this one girl literally met a man on a dating app he is a single dad he asked her to move from her state to his she fucking did it she got a car for him and her fucking name like it was all this and mind you she had a kid she brought her kid with her and a judge was looking at her like, you knew him for five seconds. Why would you do that? She was like, oh, I know. No, you sound stupid. Like, I don't, that's to me, that's, these are the epitome of wifey shit. You, another girl, she gave this nigga $1,000. Oh, cause he asked for it. And she said, and the judge, I love when she get in a ask, cause she like, you look stupid. Like at the mm-hmm. end of the day, you're trying to buy this man. And mm-hmm. you know what the majority of these men say? Even the one that fucking moved. Oh, none of these were their girlfriends. None of them. And they mm-hmm. all said the fucking girl knew. Oh, I never said that was my girl. And the judge exactly. would be like, well... At the, the most simple shit. But the, the judge would be like, but you shit. asked her for money, though. He'd be like, yeah, but she knew what it was. Like, I never said we were together. We were still dating, trying to figure it out. See, that's what they... This is what we mean about wifey shit. Because you're mm-hmm. playing a role that he didn't fucking deserve. Like, it... Let the motherfucker earn that shit. It's certain things that it should be a cutoff of, okay, well, this is acceptable, this isn't. Like, um, I seen a TikTok recently where a guy's taking his girl on this date, and I, you probably seen it, and he on his phone, he said, you coming home with me? She said no. And he hit split check on, on his phone, and that's how the okay. TikTok ends. And everybody... The comments, the men in the comments were so like, yeah, she need to pay for herself, da da 
But then you be the same nigga. Why would you expect me? And you would be the one to expect me to fucking cook for you too after I fucked mm-hmm. you that night because you bought me one fucking meal. I think they was at Ruth's Chris or something I was like to that. Say, I don't know. I don't even think so because they damn sure don't. I've seen that TikTok. I think they was at fucking like Ruby Tuesdays because those are the like. No, not that. It wasn't Ruby Tuesdays. It was one of those. It was a it was a porterhouse steak that was sixty dollars. So? I've pe- never no, seen, I seen the check. I seen the check. Like yeah, you can I see when he's putting. I paused that bitch. Cheryl, I, I tablets paused it. At, like, oh no, no, no! Houses. It was on his phone. It wasn't even on the table. Oh, it was, okay. I don't know how he did that because I guess I, it was somewhere like Either that. Way, it said like two porterhouse steaks. Low vibration. Yeah, it was just low vibration. And it was rapey why. to me. Like, ew. So me too. I, I feel like that is the type of stuff that I don't even want to date a man that even thinks that is okay or that's funny. Like, I'm really about to be like real particular. If I wasn't before, I'm definitely about to be a stickler for right. the things that are entertaining other men that I'm that I'm dating. Like some right. shit like that. You find that funny, you find that. To be like some real ass shit, I'm not fucking with it. The same way mm-hmm. I'm listening to the fucking city girls and they saying, get that money, fuck that nigga, and you don't, that shit rub you the wrong way, you free to leave me the fuck alone too. Exactly. Because at the same, at the end of the day, I'm not doing this wifey shit. I'm not gonna feel pressure to do anything I don't wanna do, mm-hmm. anything that I wouldn't do for like a regular fucking friend. Like, yeah. Like, even, like, simple shit, like, doing a fucking resume. Why the fuck do, like, why, why do we do shit like this? I don't know. Being too Because I even was about to help somebody. I've done resumes for people before because it's just so easy. Mm-hmm. And then I started to think, like, girl, don't do that fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, Good for you. Like, like don't do that dumb ass shit. Don't do that. Fuck that nigga. Right. Am I gonna be mad if he get this fucking job? And and, and I exactly. mm. Even you know, like I remember, like a family member of mine, a dude that they were dating, just could not keep a job, right? And what they did was another family member was a supervisor at a facility and got him in. Like they were real cool with another supervisor of a department. Got this man the job, right? Right. His girlfriend's family member got him the job at her job. And you know what this nigga did? Cheated on the bitch with a bitch at the job. Because they don't that give a That her family fuck. member works at. That is so bold, too. And that's why I'm saying that's the simplest shit. It's so She bold. went out her way to get you a fucking job where her family member worked. And you fucking cheat on her with a bitch at the job where her family member still has to work. You know what's crazy? I know somebody else that they went through this. Like that. Yeah, but you know what's... And I can actually name the characters because they not they don't listen. They're not close. They're not related mm-hmm. to me. But I mean, like, I could have because I don't no, give no, a no. fuck. I, I but. know. <laughs> but what's crazy is in this situation, what's ironic is that the mother of the girlfriend got this man, got the baby father a job, and... He knew what department the baby, the the grand, his mother in law, even though they're not married, but let's just say mother in law for you know sake of relation. Uh, mm-hmm. She worked in HR. The fucking girl worked 
underneath where like he so she helped place him in the department he was in. He gets mm-hmm. her to fuck in this his side bitch. Gets the side bitch a in job. at job. the fucking job. And the mom found out because she's HR. And she noticed that Child. the girl didn't like the way the girl was moving. It was like, wait, is he fucking her? Like, I know I didn't help this man get a job, but he Child. helped this side bitch get a job. You know Child. how bold that is? You that, know how much that, that says I'm about lack of respect? Like, and the thing is, it's like, stop doing shit like that. Because yep. now these niggas don't give a fuck. They don't, it's like they don't, they don't respect certain things. Yeah. Even, you know, back in the day, you know, like women, like even in simpler terms, like if you ever watch old movies or if you have family members that have businesses, who do they bring to these business dinners? Right. Their wife, exactly. right? Always. Their wife looking beautiful, mm-hmm. showing up, having conversation, getting along with this man's wife, um, showing that you have a little bit of money by the things that she's wearing, Being that a you great have prestige, socialize all things that wives do. Mm-hmm. You bring, like, what Beyonce say, she was like, bring me to the dinner and I can get the meal. Like, yeah, mm. I can get that money. You bring mm. me to, you know, your business dinner. You're going to close on that deal because of who I am. Mm. Because y'all could have had dinner without me. That man said, oh, bring bring the wife. And I'm not even your wife. I'm not mm. even your wife. It, it just don't make no sense. You know what I mean? It's just a mess. And even like with she, like I know like so many people that have like done simple, all this type of shit, like filling out fucking bank loans, filling out credit cards, helping this nigga get his credit up, helping niggas <laughs> with their onboarding for jobs. And the difference between some and others, some are wives. So that they just do it because right. that's their husband. It's for their household. But majority... Nowhere near being married. Yeah. yeah. Nowhere near being married. And that's where it comes in. Like, stop selling yourself short with this, oh, cooking and cleaning or just doing. Like she said, if you want to show real commitment to me, if you want, you will have to upgrade that subscription. Right. Right. If, you know, if you want a shoulder to cry on, yeah, we're in a relationship, so I'm going to listen. But in the point where you're fucking trauma dumping on me, I'm gonna need you to get a therapist. Because and I that's got a big one. Thing. That's a big thing for me. So I'm gonna need you to get one. Because at mm. this point, no. That you know, I think it's so many other things. Praying for somebody's success or praying for somebody's healing or just being like, you know supportive in a way that you don't have to as a girlfriend. Yeah, I agree. You know, even shit like I've seen, you know, when you're dating a man with children, I personally, I if I am nowhere near being your wife, I'm not babysitting. I think it's weird to ask. Like, I don't, I don't, don't say, even trust oh, me with I that. Got, oh, you know, I got my nieces and my nephews. You can keep your kid, you know what I mean? But to be like, oh, I'm going to work. You keep an eye on my child? <laughs> Fuck no. 
Like Child. you plan to work when you know that you have custody of your kid this right, day, right. and you didn't create an adequate babysitter, and you think because I'm here, because I'm your girlfriend, how you know your kid even likes me? You know what I think is weird, even more weird. If a man don't have primary custody and you only like a every other weekender, and you still mm-hmm. have bitch company when your child is I around, don't like it. Like, I don't like why it. would you even do that? What like you couldn't just wait a weekend? Like you just had to just get some cooch so bad. I feel it's so like weird I should me. only be around somebody's child if we are leaning towards. At this point, because, you know, I'm 31, like leaning towards a serious, like so a cute. serious relationship. Like, I do I'm not 31. want to do that for, because I'm not a young girl. Like, I'm not doing a young girl no more. You I'm a grown-ass woman. But it's like, if we're time. not talking about seriousness, if we're not talking about being together in a long haul, if we're not talking about us becoming a family if these aren't things that's in the making and you're not saying, listen, I want you to really get to know my child because I really see a future with you. I want y'all to build a relationship. I really, you know, would like to make you my wife, but I have to put my child as a priority. I want to see how y'all interact. If this is something that you can do, like a real conversation, not no thinking that because I'm nice, that yeah. I'm a fucking babysitter. I'm glad I've never talked to anybody that I, you know, that I really took seriously that I was around their kids. No, me either. Like, I, I haven't ever been I feel like I've had people it. that wanted me around their kids, and I'll just be yeah, like... Yeah, me too. Oh, no. Conversation <laughs> would come up. I'm, I'm the exact same I, I, way. I'll link up with you later. Yep. I'm the and exact it's not that I don't way. like kids, because anybody that knows me, I stay with somebody's kid around. You know, like... Yeah. I, you know, DeAndre loved the kids, but I also... I like my kids. <laughs> yeah. I, like, right. I don't, and I feel like a lot of times it can take advantage of certain, I feel like anything that is something that a wife is supposed to do, like calling a child that's not yours, a step, your stepson, you're not that man's wife. Calling his mother, mother-in-law, you're not that man's wife. Yeah, You're that not is weird. a wife. Stop yeah. doing it. Yeah, I Stop agree. doing it. Even like sick sick mom, sick grandmom, you sitting there, baby, you know, washing his mom up after she had her fucking hip surgery. Why? Because <laughs> now you're just a CNA. <laughs> like, now you're just an aide. <laughs> well, you're some just people doing do right. have relationships outside of the but person. But that's the problem. You, <laughs> you, be, you have a cool relationship because when that nigga leave you, now you're stuck because this lady has to ride with her son. And now you're oh, just... Oh, you're saying no keep, kids. Just um, a person that you don't have no ties to. Yeah, like, just you just you just in a relationship. Like, y'all are just together. You don't have yeah. no... That's not your kid's grandma or nothing. Like, that's just your man's mama. I know people that have done that. That stayed yeah. around, and it's like, why? And then you showing up. Like we talked about around Christmas. Y'all not together, but you showing up around Christmas because you built this deep-ass relationship with this boy's mama, and now you looking stupid when a new girlfriend is there, and she's not gonna, his mom not going to turn you away because you, damn, you fucking washed her ass when her hip was broke. <laughs> so she's not going to turn your ass away. But you know what? I feel like... 
First wifey of all, shit. it's wifey shit, but I feel like, too, that's when, you know, relatives just need to really back out of stuff like that. Like, you have to learn to disconnect. I don't care if we was together for three years or whatever. If me and this bitch break up, me and him break up, don't be still inviting him to cookouts and shit. Don't, don't be him telling him my business. Don't text him. Don't say nothing. Yeah, like, come say, on. Oh, hey, ma, how you doing? You put that nigga on ice, don't respond. Yeah, like, just, just leave him enough alone. I think people have to start realizing, like, just because I don't tell you everything that happened don't mean that nothing happened. Leave exactly. me, leave. Don't say nothing. I ain't see a bitch leave a nigga for no reason in a long time. And I'm not that girl, <laughs> even if I was. If I'm not dealing with somebody, it's for a damn good reason. And as my... my Cousin, whatever, mama, you don't need to know. Even if it was a fuck, even if it was, I just wanted to cheat and I decided I didn't want him no more. I did him dirty. That's even more reason for you to keep it fucking. Yeah, you pushing. need to keep him around because like, he might be trying to get bit, get back on exactly, my ass and like, kill me why or the fucking, Right. So like, why the fuck so would I'm you still interact with him? That's wrong. Yeah. If we don't have no ties, it's no reason for you to be talking to him. I don't have any children. We don't have any children together. It's no reason. No. I no, agree. No, no. But I wonder, so like now non-wifey shit. So is that also when it comes to um, you know, shacking up kind of a thing? Like, is that where is the line? Is it just for subjective? me? It would be for me. I think it depends on the person. For me, I feel like if we're no cool, like in this juncture in my life, maybe if I was like, I'm not talking to people that are like 23 because you're going to do whatever the fuck you want to do, right? Yeah. I'm saying for me at this point in my life, I'm not living with nobody that I'm not engaged to. Right. And I'm really, really am not okay with having a child with somebody right now that I just don't feel like is going to go nowhere. Right. Like, if if we're not leaning towards marriage, if you already don't have your mind made up, like, I feel like at this, when you get older, like, after a year of dating or so and being serious, you should know if you want to marry me. Yeah, I agree. Like, you should know if, if you see me as a wife, because I don't want to, I know, like, I want to be married. I know I want a family. I know I want a certain lifestyle that looks a certain way to me. Mm-hmm. Now, when we do it, I just want to know that it's being something that you're thinking about. I'm not right. having, I have yet to have children. I'm not having a child with somebody that doesn't have the intention of understanding that once this child comes in the world, we are going to be in each other's lives forever. Yeah. <laughs> Or that, you know, the fact that I don't have any children with any other people, I could have, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm very, I, I'm serious about this. Like, this is something special. Like, this is a person, that person I have a kid with is someone I truly love and wanted to create something from it. Yeah. You know? Exactly. If that's not what it's going to be, then I don't want to do it. I understand. You know, I think it's just certain things you have to understand about yourself. Wifey shit for me, I'm really not, I'm not going to be, you know, living with nobody just for convenience. Yeah. 
I'm I'm definitely not like, helping I'm you out better your stage. life. Like I can maintain my own lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You should be able to too. Now, in a moment where you're like, all right, we always together. Either we at your shit or we at my shit. We let's um, move in together. You should be thinking about a ring. Yeah. You should be thinking about buying a property together. You should be thinking about changing my last name. Right. Not just, oh, let's cohabitate because we're not little ass kids. A lot of men are like Like, I'm just not there right now. I'm not there mentally. I think thing, and even for you, you know, Natasha, you have a child. So it would have to be somebody that you're super serious about Mm -hmm. to move your kid with them at this point. She's not a little girl. And that's, that's why I feel like it's actually harder for me because if I do like somebody... It would take so many barriers that would have to be crossed in order for me Mm -hmm. to be like in bliss because Mm -hmm. I do have to consider her. Like, I, you know, is she, what if, what if I love him and she don't? You know what? And I feel like she's at an age where, and she's very mature. She reminds me a lot of myself when I was younger. I think she has a good judge of character and of people. And I think, that you're also that type of person, a good judge of character, and you miss. listen to her. <laughs> right. And I think your relationship are so is so close that the person that's for you is gonna win her over when he wins you over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like y'all are so much alike and such um kindred spirits to each other. Like y'all really like y'all hang out, you know, y'all really have a good time with each other. It's not too like it's mother daughter, obviously, but you have a real friendship with your child that he, it would it would make sense. Like that person would be the right person to enter both of your lives. Right. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people don't think about that. No, I I agree a thousand. You know, percent. like I even agree. with just you know going to dinner and introducing, or if they have a kid and your kid and you go to like an amusement park. Yeah, at first it might be awkward, but usually by the end of the day of like being at Dorney Park or something, you can have a good time. You can build a rapport that you want. All right, yeah. let's go get something to eat, you know, and just do small stuff. I think that's the problem is that people try to force shit instead of just letting things marinate and happen as they may. And then after some time, that shit's still not working. Then you have to really be honest with the situation. Like, okay, your kid, like me, I don't have kids. So I'm dating somebody (laughs) with a kid. And after some time of me being around this child and as nice and as kind as I am, if their kid don't fuck with me, we going to have to revisit what we're going to do. Yeah. Maybe you need to talk to your kid. Maybe we need to figure out why they don't fuck with me. Is it like they don't fuck with me as a person or they just don't fuck with you dating. Right, exactly. Exactly. You know, or like, am I not a pushover really? and they know that, you know, you might be and I might call out some shit that you normally Yeah, wouldn't. like where's the real root of it, you yeah. know? Like I'm I'm not, you know, I remember not liking, you know, somebody my mom dated. I knew I did <laughs> not too. like that motherfucker. <laughs> to this day. I couldn't stand it, nigga. <laughs> you know, Same but this here. is a different generation. And I know for me, I'm just like, knowing that I didn't fuck with that person, I wouldn't date somebody and their kid didn't fuck with me. Right. 
Because I don't ever want children to feel like what they feel don't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think agree. some people just be on that, you know, that shit from like, what's love got to do with it? Oh, mama got to have a life too, or daddy got to have a life. Yeah, you do. But at the same time, until this child is fully developed, that you got to take make some sacrifices. That's something mm-hmm. we talked about before when we was talking about Royce. You had to make sacrifices as a fucking parent. I so certain shit like that wifey shit they're trying to move in and live together shit and y'all have no solid foundation like if that nigga get fed the fuck up and tell you to get the fuck out what you gonna do exactly because you moved in with a nigga for convenience now y'all both on a fucking lease stuck and fucking miserable Child. and somebody Child. wound up breaking it and then y'all wind up on people's court and I'm watching it <laughs> Her. Let's see. I think we got some time to do the glow up in our throwback. So let's do that. I'll do the throwback first. Um, all right. So we've been talking about doing this for like a month. We are trash. It's, it's been like six weeks or so. I, well, they didn't know, right? They didn't. I mean, we haven't done the we haven't done the throwback in a long time, I go lie, but you know, it's been a lot of stuff going on in the news, and y'all know we be trying to keep up with stuff, mm-hmm. and our opinions get away from us, and we, it's a lot of stuff that just happened last week that we have not talked about, and mm-hmm. that's because we said we're going to stay away from the obvious, but I'm sure it will come back <laughs> full circle at some point. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, somebody that was in um, the headlines not too long ago um, kind of overshadowed with the Will Smith thing was Samuel L. Jackson. Um, what award did you say that he won? He won the Lifetime Achievement, so the um, Governor's Award at the Oscars. Which is amazing. Um in 157 movies. Oh and my TV. gosh. He's the the one person that said, um, I remember him saying in an interview that he never turns down a role. Like he's one of those people that take any role and I know that because in Kill Bill he was in there for like five seconds and most people don't even realize that he was uh, in it you had to tell me because I right. watched that movie all the time you had to tell me like, I said you sure is right like he really was in it for like five seconds and he literally had like maybe three speaking lines and that was it um, but you know he's all about getting it back but everybody has a past so I just wanted to read up because um, I have read some stuff about him before, and I thought it was interesting to see where he came from. So um, the article I'm reading is from um, uh, a website called Ventura Recovery Center, and it says, uh, Samuel L. Jackson is a true American success story. He came from humble beginnings in Chattanooga, Tennessee, where his mother and grandmother raised him. He had an aunt, Edna, who took him to the local theater to see films, which developed his interest in acting. The only problem was that he had a stuttering problem, which reduced his self-confidence. In 1966, he graduated from high school and attended Morehouse College in Atlanta. Um, His original goal was to pursue a marine biology degree. However, acting was always on the back of his mind, and he couldn't help but want to do it. One day, he finally decided to switch his degree um, major to drama, and he went on to act in a series of uh, theater productions in his school, which gave him a lot of experience and a chance to control his stutter. Unfortunately, his time at Morehouse University was cut short after the assassination of famous civil rights activist Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. 
Um, mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson and his classmates wanted their university to undergo some significant reform. So in 1969, they took hostages among the board of trustees and demanded their reform proposals be accepted. The outcome led Samuel L. Jackson getting a two-year suspension and an unlawful confinement conviction on his record. Eventually, he would come back to Morehouse University and finish his Bachelor of Arts degree in drama. That's when he met another aspiring actress from Spelman College um, named Latanya Richardson, who he would come on, um, go on to marry in 1980. Before that, in the late 1970s, they moved to New York City after college to find acting work. The best that he could do was get acting roles in off-Broadway productions. As a struggling actor in New York City, he became a heavy drinker and drug user. His drugs of choice were LSD and marijuana. Even though he was making connections and building a reputation in the world of theater, there wasn't much money coming in from his stage performances. The depression over money and bills led him to abuse drugs and develop a drug and alcohol addiction. Um, So he continued his addiction. I'm going to skip over that part because they keep saying it. Okay, because this is an addiction uh, website. Um, So then it says throughout the 1980s, he started to use new types of drugs, which only increases addiction problems. Um, sometimes he would get even get high on acid with his castmates before performing on the theater before performing on the theatrical stage. Although audiences accepted his performances, the money was not coming in. This led him down the path of self pity and depression, which only fueled his addiction problem even more. He never told his family about his abusive drugs, and at first he didn't even think he had a drug problem because he was working and earning an honest living as an actor. Um, after all, he wasn't robbing and stealing to afford his habit as other addicts do. So he didn't think he had a problem until years later. Um, he said that uh, let's see, the realization of his drug addiction finally came after a bachelor party he attended in 1991. He came home drunk that night with cocaine and drug paraphernalia. He passed out on the kitchen floor while trying to heat cocaine on the stove. That was when his wife and young mm. daughter finally learned about his drug addiction problem. His wife pleaded with him to get help at a rehab facility, and so he did. And then after that, he became sober in 1991 and never looked back. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. And you know what's also great is like his legacy then proceeded to his daughter because his daughter is an Emmy Emmy winning producer. Is she? Mm-hmm. She won an Emmy for producing a uh, RuPaul's Drag Race this oh, okay. past year. And his wife, you know, we all know Tanya Jackson. So I don't know who nice. that, who I don't know who she oh, is. Did you ever watch? Um, <laughs> you gonna say we the all fight know. in Temptations? Yeah, with Beyonce. of course I've seen it. She um she is the one that was like giving them the hard time. Really? Yeah, that's his wife. And See, he I would have never knew with that. Her, still look like they are still in love and. You know, that's wifey shit, y'all. Getting a nigga right. clean. Right. Helping him get clean because she's married to him. Y'all <laughs> are not married. <laughs> you see uh-huh. a nigga with crack cocaine on your stove, you need to go. <laughs> <laughs> like a motherfucker. And this was at the height hey, of the you, crack cocaine era. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, You pack no. your things, but when you are married, I'm sure she said, get your ass they said it nicely. She said, get clean or get gone. <laughs> <laughs> you boys, you got two motherfucking and choices. And look what he did. Yep. Became an Oscar winning 
actor with under 157 titles under his belt, and I never knew that. So yeah, I remember one yeah. time I didn't not necessarily remember the stutter thing until this article, but I remember maybe somebody just made it up, but I remember hearing it. That's why they said that he curses so much because like the role doesn't necessarily have him cursing in it. Um, for the lines that he does, but you know, um, improv or whatever, he'll like do that because that's kind of a way that mm-hmm. he learned to like um, redirect so that he wouldn't stutter. But I don't know how true that is. I'm just throwing it out there. That's something that I believe I heard about him and stuttering. Um, mm. like he, you know, that's like a filler thing for him, but that's a big thing mm. to overcome. You know, I didn't yeah. know that about, you know, them taking people for on, for hostage and shit at the damn college. Like what's yeah. going on? Child free. <laughs> Mind you, they wasn't fucking around back then. Y'all be playing. Y'all be exactly. playing scared now. <laughs> like we said this summer, y'all let a, a, a moving truck full of fucking white supremacists come down park. It ain't do shit. Pins landing and it ain't do shit. And didn't do a thing. Mm, they held niggas hostage. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, shout out to Samuel L. Jackson. We love to see a king rise to his throne. Okay, right, and that his that his past doesn't overshadow his legacy in it a negative way. It can it actually just help honestly, it. like really just show like you can really do anything if mm-hmm. you really focus. I agree, a thousand percent. So our global topic, and we're gonna try to get through this really, really quick. Um, is basically um. Ma- feeling like you have to manage other people's experience, life experiences. And um, I came across this on Instagram by a social media user. Her name, I guess she's a content creator. Her name is Life by Alyssa. And she said three hard truths if you feel drained by people. One, and this is where she said, it's not your responsibility to manage everyone else's experience. A lot of times we're drained because we're taking responsibility for everyone else. We're making sure everyone is comfortable, happy, and okay, leaving no energy for ourselves. People are capable of learning to self-regulate and manage their own experience. Take a step back and let them learn. You can be a kind person and take care of yourself. And I think that kind of just goes back on what we kind of talked about the honestly the, the whole show is that we have to, when you, like, for me, I feel like one of my problems is if I think someone's making a mistake or I think it's um, foolish, like they're doing something foolish, one of the things I struggled in the past with is just saying what I had to say, right? Yeah. Like, girl, that shit is fucking dumb. Like, don't do that. You know, you're going to regret this. Like, it's stupid. Instead of just being like, you know what? I don't really agree, but I'm gonna let my friend do what they want to do. Yeah, right. And that, and I used to think like by me not saying something, I was being fake. Yeah, or I wasn't I being a good that. friend. Like yeah. I wasn't being a good person. Wasn't being a good anything if I wouldn't be honest about what I saw so clearly, but I felt like they didn't see. Instead of just thinking like. 
everybody has to learn from their own experience. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, absolutely. But it is hard. You know, that's something I do struggle with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I struggle with that. It's still hey. a struggle, but I think I've gotten better in recent times. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say, you know, I kind of just, I'm learning to listen to people. You know, I'll throw stuff out there. Like, oh, so, you know, I try to make it a general thing. Like, oh, do you mean like in this way? Or, oh, so, you know, well, do you think you should do X, Y, and Z? Or, you know, well, what do you, what is, what are your thoughts about moving forward? Or what do you, mm-hmm. I try to redirect it back to the person and not project what I think should happen. But, also, too, the main thing is, um, like you said, the feeling responsible for. Like, sometimes people, though, make you feel responsible for, for their experiences. Like, oh, mm-hmm. well, girl, well, if you had known that, like, you know, you'd be like, oh, girl, I could have told you that. Or if you could have said that shit, why the fuck you ain't say it then? It's like, Okay. Did you want to hear... Like, it's like, did you want to hear that? Right. And one of the things with me, I'll honestly be like, you called a vent or you want to have a conversation about this? Right. Because I'm not going to tell nobody what to do, but we're not going to later say, oh, well, nobody told me anything. The thing is, the way that I, I can see shit, you can see it too, because you're in it. Exactly. You're literally in it, you know? Like, one of the things, like, I can tell I finally had a full circle moment in therapy because she looked at me like, finally, this bitch got it. (laughs) (laughs) We've been going around in this circle and this bitch finally got it. (laughs) My girl, I knew you you had it in you, you know? And sometimes it's like that in friendships, like, where it's like, like, I think some like if I think something does not make sense to me, right? And because it's not making sense to me, I'll just keep asking questions. Because if it's not making sense and you're telling me this, I want you to explain why it makes sense for you. Right. Because you're telling me and I'm confused. So to help me unconfuse myself, <laughs> I'm an ex for clarity. <laughs> yeah, like, and sometimes when you do that, you realize this motherfucker is just as confused as I am. They don't understand either. And then then sometimes it just makes me be like, but that's literally how I feel when I'm out here in the world. Like, I don't be knowing. I just sometimes be on some vibes. And when you're on vibes and you're trying to explain it, it's like the shit don't make sense. It don't make sense because it don't make sense. And we're trying to make sense out of shit that don't make sense. Because... And everybody has to, good, bad, or indifferent, they have to go through their own learned experience. And also just, that can come time, sometimes it comes in a form of people pleasing. You know Mm. what I mean? Like knowing that, all right, it's like, what I realized, like some people, this is shit I I people do, like not playing stuff for their birthday, Right. Uh-huh. Not everybody does this. Some people, when they don't plan shit, they really don't want to. But not do anything for their birthday. Just as just an example. Right. And always say, oh, I always have bad birthdays. I never have a good birthday, right? So it puts the pressure on for their friends mm-hmm. to 
or their family to go out of their way to do shit for their birthday. Right. And one time, you know, this happened back when I was in college. You know, when you're in college, you're fucking broke, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, me and my roommate and one of our friends, we had got close and they were just saying like, oh, you know, like I wanted to do this for my birthday. My friends didn't want to do this, blah, 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 blah. And we didn't have any money. Their birthday was coming up. So we put together like a get together for the person, right? Never again saying like how they don't celebrate their birthday. They never do anything fun, right? Mm-hmm. So but what we had, we threw like a get together in our at our apartment and it, we did the best we could. It was super cute, decorated. Mind you, we're like 21 and 20. You know what I mean? Yeah. Broke. College students, end of semester broke, you know? And we tried our best for them to have a good time. But the only thing they could focus on was the people that were invited that didn't show up. Oh, wow. And it's like, in that instance, no matter what you do, you cannot shape anybody else's experience. Girl. Because in my head, I just would have been appreciative. Like, damn, my friends really went out their way to do this. Yeah. I'm I had try a to enjoy good time it. with the people that was here. The people that are here are, are what I'm focusing on. Right. And what I realized is like examples like that is like you really can do anything you can to make sure someone has a great experience. But if they don't want to, they won't. That's true. That is true. It's just like going on a trip with a friend and they're insistent on being complainers. Yeah, that's true. No matter what you set up, they're not going to enjoy the trip. They're not going to have fun. They're not going to have fun. So why do we do it in everyday life? Yeah, I agree. I some people, to be honest, too, some people are just in their set in their ways. Like mm-hmm. I have another, you know, you kind of just jog my memory about a doing this birthday thing, and then the person's looking around like it was supposed to have been a five star event, and I'm thinking, well, damn, you never even did nothing for me or gave me a card. Don't do shit. And <laughs> mind you, I spent like three hundred dollars of my own money, got people there, like it was a whole shadeg, and you acted like, mm, like, oh, thanks, and I'm like, oh, well, you know. Maybe that now I know I would never do nothing for your birthday. Fuck your birthday. That's really how mm-hmm. I felt. And mind you, don't get me wrong, she wasn't totally aware was what was going on, but other people around her were that you were venting to, and they didn't even offer the fucking help. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like some people, I that's why I respect people. Other people don't like this. I'm this way. I'm one of those people. Let's just even drop it down to like the lamest terms. If Christmas come up and you're like, oh, you know, what do you want? Give me a gift card to TJ Maxx. You can never go wrong and leave it the fuck at that. Because there is no interpretation about an expectation or, but you, Mm -hmm. but don't try to, you're shaping my experience because that you want to buy me a gift. And then you get mm-hmm. mad when I don't appreciate it. And it's like, well, when you buy me some shit I don't like. I didn't right. fucking want it. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. even want the shit. Like, I didn't, I told yeah. you what I wanted. And you said, you took it upon yourself and said, oh, I heard what she said, but I don't right. want to get that. I don't no, want to get real shit. Even like the, <laughs> the example I gave, the friend wanted to go to a fucking club, but her ass was broke and so the fuck was we. Right. So you did what you <laughs> she could. She wanted a section in the club with, and it was just like, well, we can't afford it. So that was on us for trying to be people fucking pleasers. 
Right. When she didn't want it. Right. She said, well, in my my situation, this person did want it. She she tried to shape the experience for it. Right. And that and that and that's when it comes to the terms. You can't do that. Yeah. You can't like if somebody does like they don't want that, they don't want that. Cause she could have did it for herself. Yeah. So it don't matter that we had good intentions. We tried to shape an experience that she didn't fucking want. Now that I'm older, it's still like, damn, that is kind of fucked up. Like, bitch, what the fuck did you expect? Right, right. <laughs> what you expect? Like, we are not like fucking big meat and shit. Right, like, like what did you think was going We wasn't school. flying to Miami but for the night. But it's still like, you know, that comes in when you're just trying to be a people pleaser sometimes or you're trying to... Also, I think when you grow up... um being a fixer or mm. feeling like you're a fixer, you stay in that, that spot. Like if you were, you know, let's say like the student that helped cleaned up after class or was helping a teacher or you're the child in the family that always, you know, help out and do stuff. Sometimes you stay in that role because you're just so used to it. Yeah. And you end up trying to fix shit that don't need your assistance in. That's true. It's very and true. you feeling drained because you feel like, oh, you know, it's such and such's birthday, or oh, you know, this person is sad. I'm gonna make them feel better, and it's like, no, they're sad. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get over it. They're fucking sad, <laughs> and they will get over it. <laughs> and if you want to send something to make them feel better or make them smile, do that because you want to do it. Don't do it because you think they're going to suddenly be like, oh, happy, happy, joy, joy. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It, it, it's this real. Song? I got the joy, 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 joy. <laughs> Get it in my heart. Sometimes you just want to send something because it's like, oh, you know, my friend. And I think this is great. Like, oh, my friend's been having a rough time. I'm going to just send a little something to them to see, you know, hopefully it make them smile. If it don't, at least they got a gift. <laughs> right, exactly. But when we start thinking like, oh, this is going to make this person feel better or whatever. I mean, whatever is making them depressed didn't change. Oh, it no, didn't. I agree a thousand percent. And, but you know what, too? It's also not having an expectation. Like, no you expectation. know what? When we just, you do something and, you know, you want to cheer a person up or whatever, you just have to learn to say, it is disappointing, but then that can be kind of, I'm learning this in therapy, that stuff like that can kind of be self-centered, that you think that you can, even if you have good intentions, it can still come off as a little, oh, well, I wanted you to be happy and I did this for you and you can mm-hmm. at least pretend it. Some people aren't good pretenders. <laughs> like my yeah. daughter just got a little gift on Easter. I seen the picture of the doll. She don't play with dolls, mind you, but you know, she got a doll and she said, well, I mean, I appreciated it, but you know, I like she couldn't fake like she loved it. So it mm-hmm. went back to Target. <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. I didn't get the and damn even if it's Like you said, even if it's shit that people want, if you just stuck, like, all right, let's say, like, you know, you got a friend, they wanted to have, you know, this dinner at Steak 48. Y'all planned this dinner at Steak 48, right? Mm-hmm. They're happy with it, but 
they also wanted a trip from their nigga, and a nigga didn't plan their trip. They still might not be as happy. Oh no, they're gonna be mad as shit because it's like they're gonna appreciate you, but 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 that is that's gonna overshadow. You didn't get to shape the experience for them. Yeah, we don't get to do that to other people. We can only shape our own experiences. That's it. And then you feel drained because you feel like you're working overtime to people please. That's literally the definition of people pleasing. You're trying to change the outcome to make somebody happy and you're dry drowning in it. It's draining. Yeah. Like, and I really had to like sit in therapy and she's like, well, why do you feel like you had to fix stuff? Because that's, and it's just like, well, who asked you? <laughs> Like she literally, and I said, you know what? You're right. It, it's to the Where point where people don't even ask. It's like an expectation. Right. So it's like, in order for me to be happy, I had to create a boundary where there should not be no expectations of what I do. Yeah. You either yeah. ask me to do something. If I can provide it, I will. If I can't, I can't. Right. And it is what it is. Exactly. So I agree. Per, per. <laughs> that is our show. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at just let it glow. We're on Instagram at JST Let It Glow. Um, and we are now streaming on Apple, Spotify, Google, and SoundCloud under Just Let It Glow. Um, leave a review, share with a friend. If you would like for us to answer any um, advice questions, please email us at justletitglowpod at gmail.com. Again, it's justletitglowpod at gmail.com. We also answer any sponsorship opportunities through that email as well. Um, And you can follow me at DeAndre Kiera. And that is our show. And hopefully for all of those that uh, did participate in 420 this year, um, even though you guys will hear it afterwards, you know, be safe. And I hope you had fun for us. Yeah, and... I hope you had a good ass time. <laughs> I hope you was hot as shit, okay? I really did, because I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Let right us know now. if you was. Just, matter of fact, just put puffs of smoke in the fucking comments. Yes. If you had a just fucking cloud nine experience. <laughs> <laughs> Little strand, you know, just for future yes. reference or anything. Let us know how it was. Oh, man. The bitch is jealous. Very much so. I hope y'all have an amazing, glow-tastic week. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. Bye.